0: You're listening to the Painkiller Podcast. Anne works at Pineland. It isn't the most exciting job, but when the gorgeous Larry Simmons walks in, that quickly starts to change. The sexiest man on the planet has just walked through the door. Brown hair, a crooked smile, and fair skin coating all six foot four of him. He's wearing a leather jacket and black jeans that I presume shrunk in the wash. And if I could thank his washing machine, I would. We're at Poundland. Where I work, I work at Poundland. He catches my attention straight away. Men like that don't shop at Poundland. Men like that are M&S shoppers. We're talking Waitrose level Hotness here. He saunters up and down the aisles pausing occasionally to look at the odd mug or air freshener. His phone rings. I eavesdrop while I apply lip gloss, checking my reflection in the window. Nah, no, I made it so off. I don't know how many times I need to tell you. I can't make it tonight. I'm busy. Busy with what, I wonder? Surely his plans were to spend his evening at Poundland. Amazing value every day. A girl with... Long browned hair and legs up to her eyeballs walks past him. He winks at her. She giggles. I fantasize about murdering her and fashioning her hair into a wig. It's nothing. Look, I'm just about to head the mum's, so I've got to run. Yeah. I fuck off. Talk to you later. He approaches the counter. I straighten up and push out my chest. In moments like this, you've got to accentuate your best assets. I may not have the best face or body, but I cannot deny I have very, very impressive breasts. Got them from my dad's side. I try to think of something cool to say. Something equally intelligent and sexy. Alluring him to the inner workings of my highly intriguing mind. Hi. Hi. Fuck. He places an artificial bouquet for his mum, I hope, and a Kit Kat on the counter. The way he does it sends a shiver down my spine. I mean, the elegance. I've never seen someone so confidently purchase a Kit Kat before. It was almost sensual. I blurt out, wish I could have one of those. What? A break? What? You know, have a break. Have a. Kit-Kat. Right. Thirteen seconds of silence. And then, then, he unwraps the chocolate right in front of me. I mean the audacity of derobing a Kit-Kat right in front of a perfect stranger. Why doesn't he wait until he's somewhere private where he can eat it in shame like a normal person? He's staring at my chest. And I don't know he isn't just looking at my name tag because it doesn't take that long to read the word Anne. He snaps the Kit Kat and hands me half. Here you go, love. Two fingers for you. Buy me dinner first. What? Oh, just shut up, you daft cow. I think to myself, he smiles. Can I get a bottle of Jack Daniels as well? Sure, I'll just need to see some ID first. Seriously? He looks about 35. He even has a few silver hairs, but I need to know his name. I need to know more. Sorry Boundland Policy The man sighs and hands over his license. Larry Simmons. I wasn't too far off. He's forty-three. Lives at twenty-eight Bouvery Road. Thanks for that. I turn around and grab the whiskey off the shelf. Hoping but also not hoping he's looking at my ass. It's a healthy behind. A little too healthy, some may say. He hands me cash and I'm suddenly filled with dread, knowing this is perhaps the last time I will see the gorgeous Larry Simmons. He turns to leave and without thinking I yell after him. Have fun at your mums! Larry stops. His whole body tenses. He turns around and his green eyes have gone cold. Fuck, I shouldn't have said that. I feel all my internal organs cringe. Were you listening to my private conversation? His voice is filled with venom. Oh, well, you know, it, it's quiet. I really couldn't help it over here. Mind your own business, you fat bitch. Larry Simmons marches out of Poundland and my heart is pounding. The woman with the long legs and the wig-qualifying hair approaches. She's holding a two-pack of fake eyelashes. Typical. She's biting her lip, and her raised eyebrows are nearing on an isosceles triangle. I wish I wasn't here. I wish I wasn't anywhere. Are you alright? Yep, fine. Look, Don't pay attention to him, he's a prick. Yeah. Yeah. Weak lady leaves. I don't feel like murdering her anymore. I buy four Kit Kats and a bottle of red then close up the shop. On the walk to my flat I avoid looking at myself in the shop front windows. I look at my feet slapping the concrete as I try to match the beat of the heavy metal bursting through my ears. I feel the weight of chocolate and wine in my backpack. I feel my belly jiggling the faster I walk. I'm conscious of how my boobs bounce when I'm walking. I get back to the flat, turn on the shower, bring in the wine with me. Some of the hot water gets into the bottle, but it goes down just the same. I place the bottle in the corner of the shower, begin the night's routine. I reach two fingers down the back of my throat and say hello to the sins from today. Croissant for breakfast. Beggar and chips for lunch. There's carrot. There's always carrot. I've like to rely on it visiting me during these rituals. It's like greeting a familiar face. Tomorrow in liquid coats Everything. Masticated food builds up in the drain and I squish it through using my toes. My throat feels scraped. Feels raw. My stomach feels empty. I wash out my mouth. I stand up tall. And for a brief, fleeting moment, I feel light. I feel good. Despite this routine... I'm not thin. I'm not huge, but I'm not thin. I'm just average. I walk a lot. I eat a lot. I dry myself off, put on my pajamas, slide under my bed covers. Here I am safe. Here I am warm. There is no one here looking at me. I can be as disgusting as I want to be. I unwrap a Kit Kat. Then I unwrap another shoving them into my mouth and licking the packets afterward. I feel pathetic, but... at the same time... whole. It's not an eating disorder, let's just make that clear. Eating disorders are for those who are skinny. You know, those who you look at and you go, what you need is a piece of cake and a milkshake. I am not that person. I mean, I've been doing this for years. Worst I've ever gotten is a stomach ulcer. Anti-inflammatory tablets for a week, then I was riot as rain. Looking to my right, I see the discarded chocolate bar wrappers beside me. I scrunch them up into a tiny ball and throw them to the farthest corner of the room. I turn off my lamp, stare into the darkness. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. (laughs) I reach into my bedside table drawer and, uh, retrieve my vibrator. I switch it on and imagine walking into a crowded bar. I'm wearing a tight black dress and red lipstick and my body looks amazing. My legs are like wig ladies and my arms are lithe and strong. All eyes are on me and I like it. Some people look at me like they're ravenous. Others reek of jealousy. Larry's in the far corner. He looks up from his drink, and his mouth drops when he sees me. I wave two fingers at his face while Michael Fassbender kisses me on the cheek. I command this room. I'm in control. I'm happy because I'm beautiful. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. You've been listening to Two Fingers, written by and starring Rosaline Cox, with Declan Rogers as Larry. Two Fingers was directed by Hannah Higher king with sound design by Pierce Sherwood-Roberts. It was produced by Hugh Royce Eyre. Through the Painkiller Project, Bitter Pill has been collaborating with emerging playwrights since April 2020. Visit our website, Bitter Pill Theatre, or follow us on Twitter for updates of upcoming submission windows. If you would like to support the work we do, please consider pledging to our Patreon, to make a donation that would be repeated each time a new play is released. Alternatively, you can make a one-off donation through PayPal. Any donation made would mean the world to us. For more information, follow the links in the description. You can also support the project by sharing it with your friends and giving us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for listening.